Okay, good morning everyone. Welcome back. We resume after our Pesach hiatus, our Pesach break, the Sunday morning breakfast and learn program. Uh, we're back with our Sunday morning learning. We're back with our chametz, And we're back with a new sugya, brand new topic. We're going to be starting this Sunday. We're going to go through the next few weeks. We'll give it as long as it takes. Hilchas Tzedakah. Doing Hilchas Tzedakah now. Very, uh, very, very basic topic. Fundamental topic, but detailed. A detailed topic. A lot of details, a lot to get into, and, and uh, hopefully with Hashem's help, we'll be able to do a nice journey together, go through the simonim here in Shulchan Aruch, go through the halachas all together, and try to come out with some uh, clarity and knowledge of, uh, you know, a, 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 one, of the, one, one, one of the biggies, one of the basics in, in, in halacha and in, in uh, Yiddishkeit. So this morning we saw the introduction to Chesedakah, that's in Reish Memzayin, in the Shulchan Aruch and in the tour, the hashkaf, the inspiration, and the the uh, importance of, of tzedakah. We didn't really get into any of the halachas so much yet, but more like the importance, the nature, the segulas maybe, so that this, this morning's discussion segment will also be limited to more of like an introductory discussion. Next week we'll do Reish Memches, launch into the halachas. Um, <clears throat> it's just in terms of like the introductory background ideas of tzedakah to build off of what we all saw this morning in Shulchan Archon and the tour. So we see, um, A, how important tzedakah is, right? Tzedakah is, is critical. It's, it's a basic. If you're Jewish, you have to have a connection with tzedakah. If you're Jewish, you have to not just, you know, no hukha tzedakah, you have to ask yourself, where, where, am I, where am I doing tzedakah? Where's my personal tzedakah? Not like a nice intellectual academic uh, topic that we learn about once in a while and we explore. Oh, that's interesting. That's fascinating. No, this is practical. This is... This is uh, immediate, and this is, has to be personalized. Every year has to know, where, where am I doing my tzedakah? What's my tzedakah? It's one of the basics in being Jewish, and we see that to the degree that the Shulchan Aruch, Turin Shulchan Aruch told us, someone who is, is, is lax in his giving of tzedakah, it's like he does have a Does have a if you're not doing tzedakah? I keep Shabbos, I keep kosher, I daven so nicely, I learn so nicely. What does that have to do with Avodah So it goes hand in hand with the, 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 the uh, flip side of that, the corollary, which we saw also in, in the tour, which is one of the, one of the uh, um, ideas and notions that we have that reassures us and, and, and uh, gives us confidence in giving tzedakah is the understanding that everything is coming from a Baruch You're giving so to speak, back to God, what really came from God. Everything we have is a pikadon, is, is a deposit, is entrusted to us by God. Nothing is really ours. It's on loan. It's on loan from God to be used for purposes of, of fulfilling God's will. When someone is, is, is uh, having a difficult time giving tzedakah, is, is lax, is not so, not so um, motivated in giving tzedakah, it's coming from a place where he perceives the very opposite, that the money is his, and... It's his wealth, his assets, his estate that he built up with his hard work, and he's reluctant to part with it. It's difficult for him to part with it. That's wherein lies the Avedazar. That's where the Avedazar aspect is coming from. This failure to recognize and realize that's that everything is really ultimately on loan from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's becoming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you have the firmest guy in the world who purports to be a God-fearing Jew. He believes in the Rebbein Shalom. He's a great relationship with the Rebbein Shalom. But the real Prabha, the indicator of 
how much is he really a maimon is, is how easy is it for him to give tzedakah and how much of a relationship does he have with tzedakah. And like we said, every kid has to be able to answer that question. Where's your tzedakah? Where are you being makayim tzedakah? And we'll see, this will play itself out in the halachas. In fact, there isn't a single yid who can ever paterzich, who, who, who is exempted from giving tzedakah. Even someone who relies upon tzedakah, we'll see in upcoming halachas, has to give tzedakah. And everyone is determined, you know, there's different tzedakah brackets, depending on income brackets, depending on living brackets, that's determined and, 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 and um, established by chazal. There's no one that doesn't give tzedakah. Every yid has to have a relationship with tzedakah. If you're, uh, and, and this is one of the indicators of how much are you really a maimon in the Rebbeinah Shalalim. It's also, as we saw, it's not just important to make sure you're giving tzedakah, it's how you're giving tzedakah. And just to build off of uh, something that was um, mentioned over here in the Torah Shulchan Aruch, it was alluded to that it's not just about um, what you're giving and when you're giving and how much, it's about the how. How are you giving? Um, how are you giving? The Shulchan Aruch quotes, there, there are uh, admonishments over here towards someone who clenches his fists and closes his eyes and um, has, a, has, has a hardened heart when it comes to giving tzedakah. And the truth is, when we look in the Pasuk, the Pasuk in Re'eh that talks about giving tzedakah, it, it, it's fascinating and, and chilling that these, uh, um, you know, instructions that were being given over here, don't harden your heart, don't clench your fist, don't um, look unfavorably upon the people that are trying to collect money, get money out of you, are not just being addressed to the guy who's not giving tzedakah, they're being addressed to the guy who gives tzedakah also. The, the Pazik in Re'e says, Al levavcha besitcha loy. Don't have ra in your heart when you're giving tzedakah. It's, it's possible for a person to have a, the wrong attitude and to have ra in his heart even when he's giving tzedakah. Meaning, there's different ways of giving tzedakah. I could have imut halev, a heart in the heart, a difficult time giving, but yet give. I could have a fist that's clenching on, on that $5 bill, but give it anyway. But my fist was, was, was clenched on that bill. I, I kind of had to like, pull it out of that clenched fist. This is also an Aveira, and this is also called having Ra. We're not just charged to give tzedakah. We have to give tzedakah the right way. A person can give tzedakah, you know, literally and have it yanked out of him. He's, he's you know, can't quite, doesn't quite have the, 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 the gumption or the gall to walk past that, that lady sitting in the lobby without giving her anything. Okay, so I'll, I'll give her something out of guilt, out of, out of uh, he feels he's being extorted maybe. Right? He feels that uh, he can't get away with not giving something, but that's imot halev, and that's kfitas yadayim, that's someone who really doesn't want to give, that's someone whose hand is, is trying to do its very best to disallow him from giving in his heart, is trying to prevent him from giving tzedakah, but guilt compels him nevertheless. This is also what the whole parsha, the whole sugi of Hilcha tzedakah is there to warn us against and to help us overcome, not just to give, but to give the right way. To give with toiv, not with ra. person can do a mitzvah and have ra. Ra means I, I, I'm doing it in a way that I'm still removed from the Rebbein Shalom, I'm still very far from HaKadosh Baruch I'm still very distant, I'm not giving it the way Hashem wants me to give it. Hashem wants me to give it out of care, out of concern, out of compassion, out of really relating to the other person's plight. So we see in, in the, 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 the preface over here, the Hakdam Adil it's not only about 
what we're giving and how much we're giving, but it's how we're giving also. The Rebbein Shalom, giving a silchah tzedakah, wants us to be generous people with generous hearts, generous people who are understanding people, generous people who relate to other yidin and understand ultimately that the money that we're giving is money that's really cycling through our hands, coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, going back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's causes. And it's, it's, a, it's a privilege to be able to do this. Okay, a couple other things to, to, uh, to speak out over here. Um, in, in, again, in just the introductions to Hilcha Sadaqah. All the way at the end, the Ramah brings down a well-known idea, B'chanuni na b'zois. B'chanuni this is uh, the famous remarks from the... Uh, the um, the uh, haftar, this is the haftar that we learned, uh, Shabbos Hagadol. Imloi eftach lachem, arubais bashamayim, baharikoisi lachem broch arblidai. That's the pasuk over there in, 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 um, in uh, Malachi. That HaKadosh uh, Baruch Hu tells us, Bichanuni no bezois. You can test me, test me at. Test me. I challenge you, says the Rebbe Test me when it comes to the Chazadaka. You'll see, you can test me, and you will find that you're not going to lose that, you're not going to suffer. A famous concept, the Gemara says, the Gemara says that normally we're not allowed to test Hashem. What does it mean to test Hashem? You're not allowed to say, Hashem, I'm going to, you know, do Kibbut of Aim, and I, 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 I want to see you give me long life. I know you guarantee long life with Kibbut of Aim, so I'm going to do Kibbut of Aim, I'm, I'm waiting to see that long life. You're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to test the Rebbein Shalalem, even when the Rebbein Shalalem makes guarantees. Tzedakah, or Meiser rather, Meiser is an exception, and it's learned from this Pasuk, B'chanuni no B'zais, Test me out, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You know, test me and see what happens. I will open windows in the sky. I'm going to send you bracha that's, that, bracha that's, that's, that's going to um, be so abundant that, that you're going to say, enough, enough bracha. You're going to say, stop to the bracha. So the Gemara tells us, here's the one place you can test Hashem. In other words, I can test Hashem and I'll see that, that I'll give Meiser and I'll get it back. I'm not going to lose by giving Meiser. I'm not going to lose that by giving Meiser. Um, the um, Rishonim, though, are split, though, on the matter. What kind of Meiser are we talking about? So although it is, you know, tempting to test HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is the one place we're guaranteed that we can test Hashem and we can see the results. But like everything in Yiddishkeit, uh, there's a machloikis, what we're talking about. So uh, the Rishayim are split on the matter. What, what's this test that you're allowed to do to, to see that Hashem will indeed live up to his guarantee? It's Meiser, but there's two types of Meiser. There's Meiser Tavu and Meiser Ksafim. Meiser you take off from your, from your uh, grain. Meiser you take off from your produce. And Meiser you take off from your income. So some Rishayim believe this guarantee is only made by Meiser Tavu. Meiser you take off from your produce, but Meiser Ksafim, your Meiser from your income, doesn't have this guarantee. Rive the majority opinion is that, no, it also applies to Meisr Ksafim. And the Ramah goes with this opinion. But even with the Ramah telling us that this does apply to Meisr Ksafim, he limits it to Meisr Ksafim, and, and, and the Achreinu will be here, the Noise that came back up the Ramah on this, that it's limited to Meisr Ksafim. We don't say this by tzedakah, meaning if someone says, I'm going to give a $50,000 um, grant to Orat Torah. Uh, a $50,000 pledge to the CBS community, Kailal, um, and I'm going to see, Kodesh Baruch Hu, I want to see you, you know, put it back into my bank account. If he's not doing a B'tayras Meiser, he's just doing B'tayras Tzedakah, the, uh, the Ramah, as understood by the Noise Kalim, believes that you don't have this guarantee when it comes to Tzedakah. 
that to see it, your bank can't replenish itself to the dollar that you gave. But by my six of him, the, the, the Ramah does believe we do have this guarantee. Um, but two things. First of all, even if the guarantee is not, does not exist by tzedakah, we're told earlier that Mechaber says a person will never suffer harm from giving tzedakah. He won't go broke from giving tzedakah. So even though you may not see the $50,000 reappear in your bank account, but we're told and guaranteed that a person won't suffer a harm from giving tzedakah, which means he won't go into bankruptcy from giving tzedakah. Which means he's not, gonna, not going to get in the way of his parnasa, even if, it's, even if he doesn't have the b'chanun, you know, the b'zais. Um, and second of all, um, Second of all, even though when it comes to Meister Ksafim, taking a tenth of your income and giving a tenth of your income away, or a chaymish, you're going to give 20% of your income away, we are told that you could make this guarantee according to the Ramah. Uh, you could make this, you could test out Kosh Baruch Hu and give this challenge to the Rebbein Shalom and he'll give it back to you. Nevertheless, the Svarim do say it's not a recommended practice, meaning it's not, it's, 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 Hashem lets us put him to the test and lets us challenge him, but it's not something one should do l'chatchilo. If someone needs chizik, and, and, there, and, and, and now someone is, needs, needs HaKadosh Baruch to show him a sign that don't worry, you can do this and you'll be okay. So Hashem says you can test me yet. But not that it's like something that's recommended uh, you know, as ideal behavior, an ideal relationship with God. Say, okay God, I'm giving my success and I want to see the money's going to come back. It's still, the ideal is the lichatchil approach. The best way of having a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch is not, not challenging Hashem, just let the money quietly find its way back into your bank again. Again, B'chanuni is an ability, but not a recommendation. Testing Hashem, something you could do, but not something you're supposed to do. Shifting side, backwards once again, just a, 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 a one, one step back, we were saying that, that the Mechaber does tell us that no one will ever lose money from giving tzedakah, even if you don't have the dollar for dollar B'chanuni no B'zois guarantee, you're not going to go broke, you're not going to suffer harm, you're not going to lose out. This does have to be understood with something we're going to see in coming weeks. There's another uh, famous halacha, the Gemara says in Ksubis, what's called takanas usha, that a person is actually not allowed to give more than a, a fifth of his income away. Um, person is supposed to give a tenth, can give up to a fifth, up to 20%, but not supposed to give more than 20%. Don't give more than 20%. Why? So the Gemara explains, because if people get so enthusiastic about giving tzedakah and people giving away more than a fifth, that's cutting into the basics that they need for their own parnasa to support their houses, their households, their living expenses, and you're just going to create a cycle. People are going to give so much tzedakah that you're going to have more anim out there and, and less gavirim. You have to manage your money properly. You have to keep a certain amount of money rolling over to keep your business going so you can keep giving tzedakah if you're going to get really, really excited uh, and, 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 and fired up about giving so okay, you're going to give 90% away of your income away. You're just going to have one more unitat list and, 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 and less givirim. You're going to have more takers and, and, and less givers. So that's going to be problematic. So the Gemara does say a person's not allowed to give away more than a fifth. Are there exceptions to this? There are exceptions to this. We'll see that in Mirza Shem again in coming weeks when we get up to that in, in Shulchan Aruch. But there's a question over here. If we're told in the beginning of Hilchah Tzedakah that a person never loses after from giving Tzedakah, will never go broke, won't lose money from giving Tzedakah, how could Chazal make Takanas Usha and say, don't give more than 20% away, don't give more than a fifth? I, we have a guarantee you're never going to lose money. Terrence says, yeah, we have a guarantee as long as it's not in the realm of Mycenaeism. As long as it's not bordering something that, that requires a miracle. But if someone gives away so much money that it would require a miracle for him to make his mortgage payments next month, he gave away everything that he has, it's going to require a miracle for him to keep his business going now because he doesn't have enough capital anymore to put it back into his business, to, to, to keep his, 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 his income coming in. 
that's already begetter being soymechan and there. We don't have a guarantee over there that a person won't suffer any harm. That guarantee is when you give something that, that's, that's reasonable, but it may hurt a little bit, it may pinch you, and a person may think, well, if I, I can't give this money away, I need for investments, etc., uh, to, to, to uh, expansion. That's where we're told it's not going to be harmful. But if it's something that, according to the laws of nature, are really going to get in the way of a person's functioning and thriving, keeping his business healthy, then that's already takonas usha al Okay, a couple more things. Um, getting back to bechanuni na bezois, I just want to speak something out. Something very, very kedai to know, because you know everyone uh, is, uh, probably has heard of this at one point in their lives. That you could test Hashem out, and and people say this, you know, as a way of of inspiring Yidin to give Meiser. Go give Meiser and you'll see that you're going to get it back. B'chanunin abazayis, we're guaranteed you're going to get it back. And again, the Ramah says, it's applying to Meiser often. The Pais can say that there's certain conditions that have to be met for this guarantee to work. First of all, you have to be doing it to test Hashem, which again, is not such a recommendable practice, but you have to be saying, Kodesh Baruch Hu, show me that I'm going to get it back. The Taka have to issue the challenge. It's not, B'chanuni doesn't mean if you do it, it'll come back. B'chanuni, test me and it'll come back. So HaKadosh Baruch makes his guarantee when we talk and test him. Otherwise, things quietly work on their own, behind the scenes, you know, and, 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 and they work on a different level. But if uh, the first condition is a person has to actually go ahead and test Hashem and issue the challenge, throw down the gauntlet, and then he'll get it back from HaKadosh Baruch um, There's a second idea that the Chafetz Chaim writes, he has, an, he, has, he, has he, he brings down from others that it could be that this challenge only works when it's going to Tamidi Chachamim. Maybe the money that you're, you're giving for Meister has to go to support Tamidi Chachamim. And that's when this challenge works. Not everyone agrees to this, but some, some hold that it has to go specifically to support Tamidi Chachamim. But there's a third idea as well that, every, that seems to be pretty much unanimous. That when do we say that you're going to get dollar for dollar back what your, your Meister Chachamim when your money is reina gelt, reina gelt, when your money has been laundered and it didn't need to be laundered, when your money is fresh and squeaky clean, meaning a person's income and thereby, by extension, the 10% of his income that he's giving is galat, is kedasu kedin, and there isn't a, a shemetz of anything shady in anything in his income. The Pais can say a very scary idea. If even one dollar, one dollar in this guy's income, which is generating 10 cents of tzedakah, came from something, mm, uh, I don't know, I don't know, maybe you should have reported this, maybe you shouldn't have reported that, maybe you didn't do your taxes the right way, or maybe, you know, this, this contract wasn't written, so oiska halten, and maybe this deal wasn't made exactly in, in, in a galata, reina oifen. If there's one dollar, mamish one dollar the person made, from his six-figure salary that didn't come in an Oiskahaltan away, and which is yielding 10 cents of tzedakah from his entire Maisek Safim, that's not, that's not rain, it's not, that's not uh, glat, and the whole thing doesn't work. The Chanuni Nabazais means your Maisek Safim is, is, is a kosher v'yosher, is, is glat kosher. Is, is, has no, no shies. Your income is glad kosher, your meister is glad kosher, but if there's even a little bit of gezel there, chas v'shalom, and, and there's gezel, oh, there's avak gezel, you know, there's serious theft, and there's avak, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's uh, shady, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's shady, and, 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 and there's, there's serious, but even shady, even shady, the person has even a little bit of that sadaka is coming from a shady source, the guarantee doesn't work. The entire thing is off, because gezel is a makatrig. 
theft is a, a prosecutor against someone. And, 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 and it speaks against the person and it takes, it's, it's mavatal the entire guarantee. Not only that, they say this as well, there's a famous segula, the, the, the tour brings this down, the Elmas of the tour, Tzedakah Tatzel Mimavis. Another famous segula that Tzedakah has. Tzedakah saves from death. A person gives a lot of tzedakah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's a skula to give a person longevity, you know, spare him from, from untimely death, from a misamashuna, from, from, from uh, you know, uh, unpleasant death, untimely death, premature death. So it's the same thing over there as well, that tzedakah tatami mavas, sure, but if a person's tzedakah is not 100% glat, 100% kosher v'yosher, 100% oiskal, 100% rain, if it's not 100%, then he loses this guarantee. You don't have that tzedakah tatami mavas anymore because fakir, tzedakah contains within the tzedakah something which is a kateger, a prosecutor against him. It's like on, on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol won't go into the Kodesh Kadashim wearing anything that evokes the Egel Hazav because at the time of the year that we need to defend the Jews the most, we don't want to bring anything, even something small, something minor and insignificant that will bespeak of the greatest prosecutor against the Jews, which is the Egel Hazav. It's the same idea over here. Tzedakah, which is there to... Give me a schus for longevity. If there's a little bit that is, even, even again, even one dollar that's not coming from the, a, 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 a source that can be totally defended in halacha, that doesn't have any shadiness to it, instead of that being a, 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 a defender, it could be a prosecutor and the guarantee is off. The guarantee doesn't work. Yeah. That it came from a shady source? Uh, obviously, your question is when they don't know. They don't know about it. Right. If they, say, if they take stolen money, if an only takes stolen money. If he knows that it's not coming from a a uh, right, so if they know if they know it's coming from a source that's not glad, they definitely shouldn't take it. If they don't know, they they can assume that the person giving it has a cheskas kashras. If the person doesn't have a cheskas kashos, they should be careful. Yeah, it depends on the relationship the organization has with the donor, but um, it's hard to it's hard to envision a situation where they'll ask the donor if the money was was gotten legally, where the donor will say, "No, I actually, I got it. It's all it's all illegal. This is <laughs> it's all stolen money." Um, but, but if an organization knows that a donor's money is not, uh, is funny money, they, 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 actually they shouldn't take it, yeah. Right, that's something else. Yeah, we'll get to that eventually, yeah, yeah. That's a different, that's a different matter. That's not because it's stolen, it's because of other, uh, other considerations. But Eina Khanami, Reb Ruvain is, is, is uh, you're 100% correct. The shul, a Maisa Yeshiva does not want to be founded on money that's, on mafia money.
Yeah, but there is an idea also, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't get into too much now, but there is an idea that, that uh, HaKadosh Baruch has a way of working monies out that, you know, let's say some of the money is stolen, some of these money is not stolen. So, so the ones with the schusim will get the money that's, that's the, the kosher money. The ones that, that, are, that are not zaycha will get the, the problematic money. There's an idea like that. It's and Chayev. Um, yeah, okay. But certainly, if an organization knows that this guy has a reputation for being, uh, you know, um, a money launderer, an embezzler, uh, a, a Ponzi schemer, they should not be taking his money for multiple reasons. But one of them is, yeah, it's, it's, it's a kitrig in the organization. Um, okay, so Tzedakah so Tzatami Mav is also the same way. If the, if the, the, there is a guarantee that Tzedakah will save someone from untimely, premature, or unpleasant death. But again, that only works if, if, if it's glat. And I just want to say, there was, there was a, uh, I, I was once sitting by, by a Rebbe of mine who's a big mashpi on his own right. Um, and he was sharing, he was, he, was, he was venting, he was venting to me. This, uh, this Rebbe of mine, uh, Rav, mashpia, mechanich, mashgiach, very big figure in Klai Yisrael. And I, I was having a schmooze with him and he was venting about the fact that there was a big veer in Klai Yisrael. It's happened in the last few years. Big, big veer in Klai Yisrael. Someone who is well known as the philanthropist, support all kinds of good organizations, all kinds of maestas. And he was like, he was the Baal Tzedakah. You needed money to start a yeshiva, a shul, you went to him. And he was nifter very suddenly. Nifter very suddenly, but like a, I don't know, some, some, some medical condition, some very sudden, quick medical condition, he just died, just like that in the prime of his life. And there's a big rash, a big tumble. Like, this was the Baal Tzedakah. How could he have been nifter? How could he have just died like that? How could HaKosh Baruch Hu happen? Let that happen. Tzedakah Tatsumi Mavis. So, one of the, again, I'm not going to mention names because it's not for me to stick my hands to this. I, this, this, the, uh, this. This was overheard. I, I heard this from someone who has, you know, very broad shoulders, a big head, and was capable of sticking his head into very big places. Someone, someone within Kla Yisrael, someone within Kla Yisrael made a statement, a, 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 someone very respected, and, and for very good reasons, a respected person within Kla Yisrael. When this happened, Kla Yisrael needed reassurance a, a few years ago. Kla Yisrael needed some, some uh, consolation. So a, a, a leading figure in Kla Yisrael got up and said, and this guy gave suck his entire life, and it's very possible, maybe he was supposed to die 20 years ago. Could be he was supposed to die 20 years ago, and it's all the doctor that he gave kept him going for another 20 years. That was the statement that he made. So I was sitting with a, a Rebbe of mine, and he was very upset about this statement. Extremely, extremely, extremely upset. And I was just kind of sitting there hearing him vent, but he wasn't upset at me, I wasn't the one that said it, but I, I, he was venting, and he said, to say such a thing after this big Baal died, that, oh, he's supposed to die 20 years ago. He said, Kleiso, we lost such a huge opportunity. We could have made such a, a lesson. We could have taught Kleiso such a powerful lesson. We could have taught Kleiso as Yerush Shemayim, that what, that, yes, but only every single dollar is clean. Every single dollar is totally, you know, Kushul Mahadran, that's when we have this guarantee, If the one dollar, and this is that was the lesson they used, but this is uh, based on what we're sharing this morning, if even one dollar is a little, little shady, the whole thing doesn't work. That's what Klaisol should have heard. 
This is what we should. We lost a huge opportunity to show Klai Yisrael, Midas Hadin, Yirashamayim, and instead we're, we placate everyone. We're telling them, no, the guy probably should have died 20 years ago. Anyway, but getting back to Hilchas Tzedakah over here, I see some of the island suspects has suspicions who that was. What? Of, of, how, of how seriously you have to, you know, with Gezel, uh, Gezel, the Kitrug of Gezel. That even about Tzedakah, how seriously he has to be, with, with, carefully he has to be with his counting, with his Cheshbainus. How serious the system is. Um, yeah, okay. Um, so finally, just a couple more things. Schoolists of Tzedakah that are not mentioned here in Shulchan Aruch, that the, the place can mention, Vaiter um, as part of the Hakdami here. Um, it, 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 so it's, it's brought down actually Tzedakah. Um, is a school for, for Talmud Torah. Someone gives tzedakah before he learns. There, there's, there's an in that gives you siyat shemayin learning. It's brought down even if someone in the middle of Seder is having a shverkai, you can't wrap his head around the toises, you can't work out the shakvatariya, the cheshman and the rishayim, he's not getting it, he's not, not, not getting the briskerav, he gives a quarter to tzedakah. There's such an idea that, that, that can create breakthroughs in the, you know, the, the uh, darkness. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, it's brought down, uh, such a thing is brought down as a school for uh, breakthroughs and learning, even in, in the middle of learning. Um, it's well known, this is um, in Hilchas Tefillah, Mechaber says, uh, based on the Gemara, to give tzedakah before davening, to come into davening, giving tzedakah, right before Shimon Ezra, during Pesukah Zimra. Um, this idea of people give money when they're missing something, you know, but the Eloko de Meir Aneni, Rebmeir Balanei, so it's a real thing actually. It's a real thing, it's brought down in the, there's a source for this in Chazal, that giving tzedakah is also a school for, for finding, uh, finding uh, uh, an Aveda, it, it's a real zach. The Rebmeir Balanei, um, um, that might have been started by the Kupas, the fact that it goes specifically to the, to the Kupas tzedakah of Rebmeir Balanei, that's, that's not sourced in Chazal. But the idea that giving tzedakah can be a, a school for finding a, a lost object, you, you give it to the CBS community Kailo too. You give it to Orat Torah. You also get a school for uh, finding lost articles. Um, um, and then finally, there's a, there's a well-known one. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big business, big industry. Tzedakah is a very big industry. Uh, um, finally, uh, traveling. This is also a little well-known, but this is also sourced um, two things. Um, everyone knows Shliach Mitzvah that's a real zach, a schooler in having a safe journey to, to someone to give you money as tzedakah to give to when you get to your destination. Not just a Shliach Mitzvah, but a Shliach Mitzvah for tzedakah. Um, there's another, the Sefer Hasidim says, before someone makes a journey also, you have a big trip, a big road trip, or a, a flight or something, give money before, in the pushka, before you go on the road trip, before you get on the plane, before you get in the van, um, is a school also for a safe journey. Okay, so that's just uh, a few uh, points of introduction. Next week we'll jump into the halachas and uh, continue um, into the uh, ins and outs of the, uh, the, the uh, giving of tzedakah. Okay, everyone should have a great week.